0: Episode two fifty seven of KT Confidential. We're talking about Air B and B. Have you had any experiences? We tell you what's happening in the market now. Damn, yeah.
1: you drive me crazy.
0: Uh, likewise, my friend. Article from the Atlantic, written by Kate Lindsay.
1: What is the Atlantic? I don't know. Mm. Some kind of a publication. Maybe we should uh, vet the sources of information. It's a
0: magazine. It's a popular magazine.
1: (laughs) It's a popular magazine. (laughs) Yes. And I'm curious what makes you think it's popular. Available on
0: Apple News. So Are are
1: we on Apple News? Are we popular because we're on Apple? I don't know. We're on Apple Podcasts. Somebody's listening to us. Or is it just us communicating with each other across the table?
0: Airbnb really is different
1: now. In a good way or bad way? Both. Okay. It's a, I feel like it's a, I don't say a dying industry, but it's, I mean, that's why it's changing because it's saturated. Um, and it's like... There's a lot of controversy it's, it's evolving around
0: what's happening with Airbnb right now for a few reasons. One, there's a lot of, we'll call them renters, that are complaining about several things. One of them, let me ask you, when was the last time you were in Las Vegas? I've been once and you were there. Okay, so that was 15 years ago. Yeah. Roughly. Since then, in Las Vegas, because certainly since COVID... And certainly, since all of these new huge monster resorts have opened up, the strategy now for a lot of the, we'll call them less luxurious properties along the Las Vegas Strip, both downtown and on the Strip, they entice people. With low room rates. So at the Excalibur, which is a dog shit hotel, you can rent a room for 29 bucks a night.
1: Right. Because they're making money on the casino. No. On the food. No. On the prostitutes. No. What?
0: Cleaning fee. Uh, They call it a resort fee. Sorry. Resort fee. Oh. So every room now along Las Vegas Boulevard charges what they call a resort fee.
1: So that would be like when you showed me prices of things sell, selling on eBay and one person sells it for 100 bucks with free shipping and one person sells it for 50 bucks with $50 shipping.
0: Correct. So now you have the $29 room rate. So when you're looking for rooms and you're sorting by price, you'll see oh, 29 bucks. Right. You know how much that $29 room rate ends up being with resort fees and taxes and everything?
1: How much? Almost ninety dollars. So, but is that transparent in the process of booking?
0: So here is where Airbnb comes in, and what the hosts are doing right now is they are lowering their nightly rates, right, and tacking on a cleaning fee on top. Sure, it's smart because they have cleaning expenses. Most Airbnb hosts, good ones, have. Somebody go in after that renter has vacated. Yeah,
1: or themselves. Some pe- A lot of people self-manage. That's true. Which they should still charge Although
0: for. the article does go on to talk about the fact that now larger companies are making up for a bigger portion of the Airbnb hosts. So these are companies that own 20 or 30 properties. They have managers in place. They have cleaning crew in place and all that it's becoming more of a kind of like a boutique hotel spread across That's different how it properties be marketed but the complaint here that Kate Lindsay has is she paid the $95 cleaning fee and still had to get rid of all the garbage Take out um, de-bed, de-linen the beds.
1: This is a requirement of booking? Yes, yes. That's ridiculous.
0: Yes. And the feedback I'm getting from a lot of people, because I know quite a few people that Airbnb for business or whatever, or even pleasure. The level of attentiveness is no longer there. So when Airbnb started, whatever, 15 years ago, maybe it wasn't that quite long ago. Are people
1: not aspiring to be a super host anymore?
0: Well, that's it. I know a lot of people that are super hosts. They meet the renters at the property to do a key exchange versus just giving lockbox access. They used to provide a little... Call it a housewarming gift. Here's here's a pie from the bakery down the street. Give a little explanation of the property of what's in the area. If this happens at the property, here's what you need to do: to turn on the TV, the bunny ears need to be facing this. What you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bunny ears are really outdated myself there, but you get the drift. So you're paying these cleaning fees. You're expected to clean after yourself and you never meet the host. Not a very welcoming experience anymore. So the debate now is, or the discussions are, and you said this to me earlier, that Airbnb now is having a booking problem. Their booking rates have gone down. And that's because people are reverting back to getting that full service experience
1: at hotels. With certain exceptions, like <clears throat> there are certain types of properties. Cottages. Cottages, um, you know, villas, whatever. So here's if you're what's looking happening in more with cottages. Places,
0: I agree. Here's what's happening with cottages. Saturated.
1: Somebody like my, it is,
0: there's a lot of them.
1: Why is that, Adrian? Because everybody, when the rates were low, could afford to take home cottage. equity lines of credit and yep. buy a cottage. Mm-hmm. And, and in many cases, it was their vacation spot because during COVID, they had nowhere else to go. Yep. And now rates are high. They can't afford them. Yep. So they're either going to sell them for less money than they paid. Yep. Or they're going to try and rent it on, Air- on Airbnb just to pay the bills, right. which they're finding is probably not as practical as they thought and hoped.
0: And do you think the owners of those properties live around the corner?
1: No, that's the other problem is, well, we know people that commute three hours to go clean the cottage before the next person. Yeah, call him out.
0: Steve Chicchetto. Steve
1: Chicchetto. Sometimes. He'll he'll drive his F 150 up to past Emsdale. I don't know what town it's actually. Berks Falls. Berks Falls. And so that's over three hours. He's probably, I don't know. It's not bucks. in ber- I don't know if that's considered. 50 sauce. bucks of gas one way, at least 100 bucks in yep. total commute Not including cost. 407 if you take the 407. Not depending including on 407. What time you that's go. like another 30 to 50 bucks.
0: Then yep. how much time to clean it. Right. And when you're there cleaning, you find, oh.
1: So if you're charging, which is, if you're charging somebody a cleaning fee in those scenarios, it's going to be three 400 bucks, which is probably not happening.
0: And then when, so. What if what if the renter at that point now has an issue 3 days in?
1: Right. Well, and back to his scenario as an Toilet example. Isn't Flushing. Well, back to his scenario is he doesn't do that regularly. He does it when he has to because he did have somebody or does have somebody that usually does it for him, but there are very few people up there that will do it and even fewer reliable people. Now,
0: so what hap- but what happens if you do have somebody? So now you're paying for that somebody. Right. And now your mortgage rates just went through the roof.
1: Right. Well, then then you try to increase the new your property rates. property assessments
0: coming down. What happens to property taxes? They're going up. Yeah. Oh, you got to leave some wood behind so that people can roast some marshmallows in the fire
1: pit. No, no. You charge, they have a vending machine of wood.
0: A vending machine a at wood, the cottage.
1: A wood vending machine. Yeah. A dollar per log.
0: Yeah, it's called chipmunks. Yeah. <laughs> Dollar per log. I'll give you a dollar per log. Yeah. Anyway, the point is the hosts are making less money. So they're being lazier. They're cutting out premium features that were previously offered. It's now offering a basic service.
1: Are they though? Or are the people that are doing that just not getting any business? And the people who are... Because, you know, we're big advocates of doing it properly and selling a house.
0: There are... Airbnb hosts still doing the above average stuff. But just like the resale market of real estate. The
1: slums of the industry are still getting some business.
0: And they're going on the market saying, well, we'll try. If we can rent this place for 500 bucks a night. Yeah. Then we'll try. And they have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea how to run a business. They just figured out, oh, we'll snap some photos, throw it on Airbnb We'll get an extra $500 a night that'll help pay the mortgage.
1: I wonder if there's any stats on, um, more tradition, not, well, yeah, less vacation style, but more urban properties, places in the suburbs that are furnished, rented on the Airbnb. There was, there used to be very few options available and now it seems to be a conversation I'm having with people more regularly with that you know is that a more viable option than just a traditional long-term rental uh, what is your vacancy rate how much realistically are you gonna get well
0: one big factor is in the event that you need to leverage rental income for financing on anything else in your life because I don't know too many financial institutions at standard rates that will consider short-term rental income especially because there's no consistent income
1: well if it's uh, if if it's a registered business, if and it's a registered business long and you enough, have, if you have two yeah.
0: years of average income that it's, it says, okay, yeah. on average, this place is making $2,500 a week and it's a registered company and whatever. But then your house is different. also
1: potentially subject to HST. So you have to be very careful, Consult an accountant.
0: A hundred percent it is because now it's, it's a business. I think business.
1: it's if it's more than 50% of the time is occupied for that purpose.
0: Yeah, because then it becomes
1: like a hotel. Right. But how many people are claiming that?
0: Oh, yeah, that's, that's a another whole other topic.
1: That's another thing I don't understand is why municipalities don't go on to realtor.ca to look at this stuff. I mean, municipally, it's a bit different, different from what we're talking about. But like even looking at houses that have finished basements where there was no permits they taken. They do that. I've never heard of anybody being penalized. Yeah. Well. I don't want to get into that. The but. other part though, with, uh, from the sub- suburban aspect of Airbnb properties is uh, I'm finding a lot of people now are leaving the country. And in many cases it's, they're leaving with uncertain, uh, uncertain intentions. Like they don't know if or when they'll be back. Right. So they don't know what to do with all their personal belongings. So they're like, okay, well I'll just rent, rent and it. it yeah. Most of the time the place looks like crap. Like who's yeah. going to want to sit on your, Dirty old musty couch.
0: Um, well, no offense. I've stayed at the Fairmont Royal York as bad? thousands of times, probably. Well, yeah. Okay, I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean. And God knows what is on those couches. then well, and would
1: you want to come back to your house in two years and continue live? I don't know. Like, it would, anyways, it's a common conversation, and in most cases, I advise people to opt for long term rentals.
0: Well, your brother and sister. Airbnb'd their properties and still used it personally themselves. There's no difference. You're renting out a cottage. You're renting out a cottage to a nice young couple. They just got engaged. You think (laughs) your your blue your UV light going in after them isn't gonna pick some stuff up that wasn't there before?
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know.
0: Anyway, so the whole point of this, though, is that Airbnb is changing. What's out there on Airbnb is changing. How the hosts are handling their Airbnbs are definitely changing. There are people now really advertising room rentals versus whole home Airbnb. Mm. So they bought, in your scenario, they bought a home, mortgage rates went up. Mortgage is unaffordable. So instead of not paying their mortgage, now they're renting a room.
1: Well, that was unheard of uh to see listings like that on MLS, but you go on to Realtor.ca today. And I was looking at rentals yesterday um in town here, and there are rooms listed for rent on realtor.ca. Yeah. A thousand bucks a room. Crazy. Yeah.
0: Um would you ever rent your basement out?
1: Yeah. You would? Well, I didn't get permits. So I wouldn't do it illegally. I would do it. I would only do sure. it if I yeah, did it properly. Course. And it would be too much work to go through and get permits okay. now. And, but otherwise, yes. Absolutely. You feel passionate about that. Yeah. I've cool. thought
0: about it. And I thought, like, I mean, that would. So what happens if you have some tenant in your basement? Yeah. And they're not paying the bills? That's a
1: great question. There they're they're living, railing, I'm glad you brought that up because this is a common conversation we have with landlords or prospective landlords. And my answer to it is in the 13 years we've been in business doing, you know, in many cases, upwards of a hundred leases per year, we've had less than a handful of bad tenants and the bad tenants aren't that bad. We're just
0: on the record, off the record. It wouldn't happen.
1: And if I did, if you did, uh, I would, so I would either, I I burn the house down. That's the easiest way to get rid of a tenant. Oh my God. Rather than following the process and going (laughs) through the landlord tenant board, I would burn the house down when I know everybody's out of the house. Yeah. And then I would just claim insurance.
0: (laughs) Not after this podcast, you won't. No, not after this. It's easier to
1: do that than evict somebody legally. Yeah.
0: So imagine you live upstairs with your family and you have donkey face downstairs that won't pay his rent and... He's living underneath you. Can't evict him. He's not going. He owes you twelve months of rent now. You know he's there, not paying his rent. You see him in your driveway when you go to work in the morning.
1: I mean, realistically, you'd you'd have to go through the motions of. I wouldn't yeah, burn the would house have, down. I'd you, go through the motions you, you of evicting You'd have to go evictive, through the motions. But that's of a course, good, but year long process. Yeah, realistically. Yeah. And in the meantime, I would make Now, be I can understand
0: if you have a home where you're renting out the top and the bottom. We just did one of those on Goodwin.
1: Yeah. yeah and we were very, as always, but, you know, even more particular. And that's an interesting thing now with um, houses that are uh, more than one unit and yet sharing certain utilities. Utilities. Uh, so that's one component. Or common areas. Uh, yeah. Not so common, I think, in most cases, but it could happen. Driveways common But area. HVAC. Right, like you have to be really like I know you can't. There's no right. you can't have a no pet clause, but I think in scenarios like that, you should almost be allowed to because of allergens. Yeah, you know if they have a dog upstairs, but the basement tenants yeah. have I'm severe allergies. I'm allergic to a lot of cats. Yeah, that would be a big issue. When
0: when our neighbor here next door. Yeah, and there's in no, our office. I don't think you we can't share, have pets in an office. No, and well, not the, in these offices. All the ductwork is connected. I don't
1: think it is. Yeah, it is. It's not, because we have separate HVAC.
0: Well, something is fucking connected, because anytime he had his cat there, I was
1: suffering. I mean, if we open this, there's probably, it's not sealed that well, I'm sure. Right. And his cat used to wander through the front hallway here. Right. Anyways.
0: Anybody have any interesting experiences of Airbnb renting or as a host? Um, I think this is going to be a big topic over the next 12 months, because I think... Airbnb is noticing some changes too and
1: well I think as with every industry Airbnb has gone is now going through an evolution where everybody was cashing in in the beginning and now there's well no, now yeah. it's hang on hang on now it's reaching that uh point I can't remember what the terminology is for that equilibrium kind of where you're going to have people that are doing it right who make a lot of money but they have to try a lot harder and the people who think they're going to make a lot of money and don't put in the effort are going to go broke.
0: Since 2015, and this would hold true to many municipalities in our region and across Canada, since 2015, the number of Airbnb listings in the United States has jumped from roughly 150,000 to almost 1.5 million. I was going to say 10 times. It's exactly ten times. Yeah. Um, the one little blip in all of this is that a lot of municipalities are trying to eliminate or short-term rentals. Control, control. minimum stay. That's a better word. Control. Yeah.
1: Minimum stays, you know, 30 days yes. minimum, that sort of thing. And and minimum number or maximum number of registered units. Yes. And taxed on income.
0: Yeah. I think it should be allowed just taxed.
1: Well, I, I do agree with the maximum number because to a degree, because you don't want, especially in areas like, well, my dad lives in tiny. So they put a cap of like four or 500 total units permitted. You have to have a license. There's only four or 500 licenses available. And that's reasonable because people do live there, and yeah. you don't want these areas to become just undesirable. Right. And but you
0: do want them because you want the tourism, especially there. Yeah, it's a balance for sure. Airbnb. What do you think? Any stories? I know some of us uh, on the team. Have you ever? I've never rented an Airbnb. Yes. You have. Mm-hmm. Good experience. Yeah. Great experience, actually. So that was. I can't remember if that was the most recent experience. I've probably used it since then, but the one that comes to mind is when I rented that cottage, which was really a home Mm. um, where I proposed to Natalie. And that was in a town. Oh man, what was the name of that town? It's about as north as Sudbury, but east of Sudbury. The lake was called Wanapate. I believe big lake. And this place was
1: huge. Oh, I remember. Then they have like a big black stone outside. Yeah. Remember stuff like the, tell me there
0: about. was an outdoor kitchen that a lot of restaurants would be jealous of. Yeah. Fully covered with a, uh, um, really is a big covered patio right off the back of the cottage mm-hmm. overlooking the lake. It had a big flat stone grill. A deep fryer—that's crazy. Um, full fridge system, a wood burning pizza oven. It was fantastic. Uh, bar tap, like it sounds like my kind of outdoor kitchen. Oh my god, it was fantastic. Wood burning uh, pepperoni pizza, chicken wings in the deep fryer. Did they have oil in it? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Fully fully equipped. And then upstairs, there was a full gaming room with a pool table and um, air hockey and all kinds of stuff, five bedrooms, five bathrooms.
1: I think those places will still do well because you'll get a lot of these big places with four bedrooms, five bedrooms where you can get two, three families families renting it and it's the most feasible vacation for them. Well, I did the math
0: and the difference, it, it still worked out with gas food, alcohol, and then the rental. It was still cheaper than us going and the fact that we could take the dog with us and that we weren't paying for parking and stuff like that. It still worked out cheaper to do that vacation. We were there for seven nights. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how much it was. Obviously, it wasn't cheap, but it was still cheaper than going to a...
1: Nice, romantic, five-star, all-inclusive somewhere south. Was it worth it, though, when you don't have people waiting on you? Because that's a nice benefit. Not cleaning up after cooking and not cooking and not making your bed and whatever.
0: Yeah. Different kind of spoiled. Different kind, Mm because we rented a boat. Private, relaxing, probably more so than all-inclusive. Yeah, cooking, like... In the middle of the summer when you're at the cottage, how much are you
1: really eating? Well, and, and to throw, if you enjoy doing that.
0: Yeah, that's it. Well, when you have an outdoor kitchen like that, yeah. and, and you have the whole day, you know, making a pizza is not a big deal, and that's lunch, right? So, no, that, when you have the amenities like that, then it's a little bit different. Got it. Anyway, that's a wrap, folks. If you've had any experiences renting or being a host of Airbnb, let us know what you're seeing in the marketplace. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for watching episode or listening to episode 257 of KT Confidential, The Real Estate Podcast.